Hey, welcome to Sunday Talks. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are still in this uh, theme and this time of hot topics. Uh, almost every week somebody asks me why we're doing this and <laughs> want to know how far we're going to go. We still have a few more weeks and some really good topics. Tonight, the subject is, was Jesus a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> and so we'll attempt to answer that question tonight. My guest, you may or may not know him, is my son-in-law, Tyler McKinney, and he is married to my oldest daughter, Haley. And the uh, best thing about him, though, is that he is the father to my two grandkids, the best grandkids in the whole world, Asher and <laughs> Abigail. He's also the middle school minister, right? Is that the title? Middle school and junior high youth pastor. Middle school pastor. junior high yeah. youth pastor at Valley Baptist Church in Searcy. And, in fact, we're on our way over there after we do this. As soon as we get done, we're We're going to go over to Ash. Is it a graduation? It's graduation for some kids and then closing ceremony. So I think for it's some. like summa cum laude is what he's summa yeah, cum laude of, yeah. of preschool. Well, you know, it's the it's ultimately the Asher show. You know, yes, we right, see it every right. week. It's the yeah, Asher show. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So, so I've given I've debated over this this title several times. I've given it the title was Jesus a Republican or a Democrat, and there is a there's sort of a theory that you never discuss religion or politics with your relatives and so here we are so doing, we're gonna do it right we're now we're gonna do it right now okay yeah we're gonna do it right now we're not gonna study re, re, well we are, i guess we are just talking about religion too yeah. we're really talking about christianity and so uh the subject was jesus republican or democrat and we can we can give a quick answer to that right yeah um he, no i mean yeah, you know he, 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 he went around back right. then and you know he he didn't affiliate with one he I, I I I tell my seventh grade seventh and eighth grade boys all the time. I said the fun thing about Jesus is that he offended everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean yeah. nobody perfect. I mean even Peter pulled him aside and rebuked him and was like, right. "Hey, we didn't know Jesus. This isn't going to happen." And Jesus yeah. hit behind me, saying, yes. "I mean he yeah. he got the Gentiles, the Sumerians, the yeah. Pharisees, the scribes. Right. He got them all." Yeah, and there and there were there were political there were zealots back then. There were you know people took different sides with Jew the Jewish faith in those days but jesus tended to, to uh, uh his focus was on the scripture was on the gospel mm -hmm. and so um you know i've just one reason i won't pick this topic was that i just sensed that maybe it's just evident in my mind maybe it's just season i'm going through but that there are a lot of people that seem to be experts when it comes to politics yeah and we know less and less of the book yes and and um you know i, I i've got to pull myself away from news programs at times there's so much there's so much news so much information mm -hmm. you read about and we just need to go back it's just like when you read the book it's like okay this is really simple yeah but we get so caught up in what is the latest news and what did this politician say or what is this uh what is this new law that's attempted to be passed yeah and as christians we have our foot in this world but we've also got to pull back and 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 certainly let's not let's not let's when we bring Jesus in that conversation, we don't need to uh, assume that he's that his loyalties lie with either side. In politics, we always say that you know um, this is what this person said and this is what this person said, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. Right. Well, okay. So if we're giving our loyalty to politics, then we're not getting the truth. We're having to dig for it. But if we dig into the Word of God, we're getting truth. Right. And right. so it's like, do you want to dig for truth or do you just want it given yeah, to you? Yeah. Right here, that is actual truth. Or do you want to just try to figure out what someone's Absolute actually saying? Absolute truth all, all the time. 
And so the real question, I think, is, is since we passed that question, Jesus was neither Republican yeah. or Democrat. And, and we're not even going to debate about which one is he more like than the other. <laughs> but um, the big question, I think, is as a Christian, was where does our trust lie? What, what do, yeah. where, and you just sort of led into that with the Bible, is that where, where, do, where, do we, where do we put our trust? Where do we put our hope? And I want to emphasize that for us is that ultimately in the gospel. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I just literally, in fact, we, we recorded this on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, just finished a funeral service and a great service, a lot of testimony. But at the end, you know, I, I do what I always do. I said, you know, this great man lived a good life, good stories to tell, but our only hope is in Christ. And it should yeah. not be at just at a funeral service at the end of life we talk about that. Yeah. that that's an everyday thing we need to talk about. Absolutely. You know, as we think about only hope in Christ, you know, as, as I was going through this, talking about this, thinking about this, you know, we're, how many times in the Bible it talks about us being pilgrims and strangers here? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, we're aliens, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we're, go, go ahead. And so um, whenever you first asked me to do this, I, I told you, I, I remember several years ago, I was, I think I was still in high school. I may have been a freshman in college, but the church, uh, my home church, I was still going there at the time. They did a study by David Jeremiah um, about the end of times. And Mm -hmm. one thing he came out and said was that from the best he can tell, America is not going to be in the end of times. And so I remember as, you know, 18, 19 years old going, okay, if I give my allegiance to America, knowing because the Bible tells us, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it tells us the future, so to speak, um, tells us what the end of times, if I give my allegiance to America, then my allegiance is going to fall. Like what I'm giving my allegiance to is going to fail. And so whenever I see the craziness of this world happening and people are going, oh my goodness, like look at the, we have to be in the end of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and like they're like freaking out, look at America. And I'm sitting there going, yep. Like America's, you know, it's it's setting up for the end of times. Like, okay. And, And because my allegiance is not in America, I almost have a peace about it. Right. You know, it's kind of like the Christian who's going through death that, you know, we've always said there's a huge difference between the person who's saved and the person who's lost whenever they go through death. Whenever they go through death and they're Christian, they have a peace about them. And, and I agree wholeheartedly with what you said about there. But there are some that right now that may have been yeah. military, that may have been that are senior adults who are like, your son-in-law just said his allegiance <laughs> is not with America and their, their hair standing on end yeah. and... I agree wholeheartedly with you. Yes, and I, but I would say this: if my allegiance is to any country, it's oh, to this yes. one. Oh yes, if any country, it's yeah, America. We're, we're, Absolutely, and this is the greatest one and, I think. Yeah, and, but but it's perfectly right for us. And it's, and we'll, if we have time, we're going to get to this at the yeah. end. But as a Christian, we should unashamedly say, but our, I'm a Christian first. Yes, you know, absolutely. I, I may be a, a citizen of this country, but I'm a Christian first. We have members of our church, and y'all may too, Valley, yeah. that are not citizens of the United States. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, they, but they're college students here. They're, they're, maybe they're you know, going through some other mm-hmm. stage of life, but they, they live here. But, you know, so for, we got to just be careful about that. Yeah. The, the, uh, uh, the, I think you may have been, were you referring to this book? Yes, it was so that book. What in the world is going on? David Jeremiah, 10 Prophetic Clues You Cannot Afford to Ignore. I think it's a great book. David, I love David Jeremiah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, that I found in the book that, that he said was, our hope is not in politics or government. Yes, mm-hmm. we should participate as Christian citizens taking part in our democracy, but we must also recognize that politics, listen to this, 
lead us to a party or a person while mm -hmm. the Bible leads us to God. Absolutely. And that's the end result of this. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that a little bit later, too, about, about kind of the process of that. So, again, for us, our trust needs to be in God. Ultimately, needs to be in the gospel, mm -hmm. what Christ has done. Read, read through Philippians, and, yeah. and we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. So another thing I want to say is, and, and, and Jeremiah says this, we've said this, that uh, we live in this country. We're, mm -hmm. I'm grateful. Absolutely. I, I've been, to, I've been yeah. to several other countries. I'm grateful that God let me be born in the United States mm -hmm. and to call this home. Uh, we should participate in government. I've been voting ever since I was Absolutely. legal to vote. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so how I've always decided how I would vote was largely built on the platform of that political party, whether it was Republican, Democrat, mm -hmm. or an independent would have maybe their yeah. own platform. And so I'm, I'm, You'd like to joke with how old I am. I'm 54 <laughs> years old. I could not Ooh. vote in 1980 when Reagan was elected as president. But I saw this happen that many, many people voted in 1976 for uh, 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 Jimmy Carter. He was a Southern, he's Southern Baptist, still, mm -hmm. still alive, Southern Baptist. Uh, he was a Democrat. And, and at that time, probably the majority of Southern Baptists and Christians in, in the South anyway were Democrats. Mm -hmm. Reagan comes along and there was a big swing in, in 80 with him and a lot, but a lot was because of the platform. The platform was really about people, abortion had been around for a few years and a light came on with Christians, mm -hmm. which Christians were silent in the early 70s on this. And yeah. even, even some of them, you go back and this is a whole other topic, but there were some of our predominant Southern Baptist pastors who said abortion is okay, abortion acceptable, and made justification for yeah. it. Ask me about that later. <laughs> okay. uh, the, and it, just, it just was shocking when I read some of that. But as we read the Bible, as we saw, yeah. learned more about science and what actually happens, and we, we, we came away from that. So 41 years later, here I am as an old man. And I, in the early 80s, when it's time to vote, I jumped in wholeheartedly mm -hmm. with, man— this is the platform. This is the group. I became a one-issue Christian. Of this is the this is the issue for me. Mm -hmm. um, and with that came other issues and issues today as far as transgender and LGBTQ and other things yeah. that, that I think the Bible speaks uh, certainly speaks clearly about and it speaks against. Um, not even to get into financial, but I'm troubled as a 54 year old who's been who has been many times endorsing a, partic a particular political party, Republican. Mm -hmm. Abortion is still predominantly around, yeah. and millions of dollars is budgeted year after year to Planned Parenthood, and Republicans endorse that for hundreds of thousands of children to be aborted. Yep. It's troubling to me. Yeah, we're all for this platform, but what have we gotten? And so, again, I think you got to look at the platform, but then some point in time we got to say, hey— when are, when are we going to call for repentance? Yeah. When, are we, when are we going to say, hey, you know, we, we, we've, 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 we as Christians have, have poured ourselves into one group. And mm -hmm. certainly as, as one, I can just speak for myself, I'm not pleased with the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we're, um, and that's what I think we've even kind of seen with my generation of just this um, not really caring a whole lot about politics because my generation says, well, they're all liars anyway. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we don't really care. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're going to lie to me yeah. anyway. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, like I have a lot of Christian friends who are even voting third party now. 
Mm-hmm. And because they're just like, you know what, Republicans and Democrats, the the system's broken and it's not working and we're just going to move on. And yeah. Yeah. Um, w- with that issue, um, like I've had, um, I was telling you this earlier, I, I had a, um, I, I try to, kind of like we talked about earlier, I try to steer clear of politics whenever I'm preaching yeah, absolutely. because yeah. it's so offensive to people and people don't need politics, they need the gospel. Right. And so um, there was one lady, she did not agree with me on my political um, stance. We had had one-on-one conversations, because I'll have one-on-one conversations with right, you. Right, um, It's just, you know, standing up and me spewing my belief is not, you know, right, I'm just like, right. I'm not going to do not, that. Not during preaching. Yeah, not during yeah. preaching. And yeah. so, um, but I preached on abortion one time, or referenced it, mm-hmm. and she came up and she was just so mad at me, because she was just like, you you don't preach politics and why'd you do? I said, that's not a political issue. Right. That's a biblical issue. Right. That's it. And, yeah. and that's what so many times um, we, we look at um, the LGBTQ, you know, we look at abortion and stuff like that as political issues. No, those aren't political issues. Those are biblical issues. And whether it's Democrats or Republicans or whatever, if they're allowing it, then we as Christians need to call them on the carpet for it. Right. And going, right. hey, look, this yeah. this can't keep going on, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. this has to stop because it's not a um, political issue. It's a biblical and, issue. And that when leads I'm, to the next question yeah. and topic I want to talk about is then what is what is the danger of giving our allegiance wholly to one party over the other and yeah. you just named it right there is that well when we when we say well i'm i am fully this party or this mm-hmm. group and then yet they don't adhere to what i believe fully yeah. then i am i am i don't have any leverage anymore yeah and and i want to read a quote this was years this was i think it was 1988 Adri- the late adrian rogers said this the church of the lord jesus christ cannot and will not be identified with any political party. Mm-hmm. Instead, we must call all to repentance. He said that in 88, Reagan had finished eight years of presidency. Uh, first Bush was being elected. I mean, there was a Republican tide. I mean, Republicans mm-hmm. were in power. But he said, I mean, the conservative resurgence was going on in Southern Baptist Convention. Conservatism was was popular, and there was so many. But he said that we can't, we're not going to identify with any party. Mm-hmm. Southern Baptists pretty much have identified with the Republican Party. Absolutely. He yep. he, he said he said it back, you know, all those years, twenty years ago, to more than thirty years yeah. ago, that we shouldn't. What he said was we should call all to repentance, and that's not to say that we can't have leanings and we can't certainly support candidates in yeah. certain parties. But um, uh, I want to read another quote. So we had Adrian Rogers on one side. <laughs> this is another great theologian, NBA NBA broadcaster or commentator, I guess he's called Charles Barkley, a uh, great theologian, I guess. But he says this: yeah. most white people. It's in, in, I wish I could say it in his and how he would yeah, say it. But he, he, says, says, <laughs> he said most white people and black people are awesome people. Yep. Our system is set up where where uh, politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats listen to this, are designed to make us not like each other mm-hmm. so they can keep a, their grasp of money and power. They divide and conquer. Yeah. Not a politician, not, not a theologian by any means, but I think he was right on. I Absolutely. mean, when you look at it as an outsider, it looks like the goal of media, of government, of so many others is money, power, mm-hmm. and keeping us fighting yeah. against each well, other. Um, whenever you're reading that, I flashed back to a story whenever I was in seminary. I had a really great friend named Woody, um, you know, going to seminary with me, wanting to be a preacher. Um, he was an African-American. 
and it was during one of the riots. I mm-hmm. can't remember which um, person had been shot at that point, but um, I remember going. Um, I went up to him and I said, "Man, just as an African American, I want to know what you think about this." And I'll never forget what he said. It just rung to me so hard. Um, he said, "Why did the Native Americans lose the American colonies or lose the American land?" And I was like, "I don't know." And he goes, "Because they were too busy fighting with each other." Mm. He said, the, you know, Cherokee couldn't get along with these tribes mm-hmm. and this tribe couldn't. Mm-hmm. Get, he said, that's what we see today. He said, the white person's fighting with the black person and um, the black person's fighting with this person and this person's fighting with this. He said, Satan has, he said, it's the oldest military strategy, divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and Satan has divided us. Yeah. And he said, because you're taught as a white person not to be able to understand me as an African-American, right, and I'm taught right. not to do yeah. you, understand yeah. you either. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, and I mean, one of my best friends, I mean, just great guy, like Charles Barkley said, you know, most white and black people are great people. They yeah, just, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and so, you know, and, and we see that divide among, mm-hmm. among politicians and just, there's a lot fed into that. Um, you know, the, the, again, the whole goal of this, of, of all of these hot topics, and this one in particular, is just to challenge people to think. Yeah. I, I, want, I want people to think critically. I want them to, to, to think through the whole process of government, of politics, of how you vote, of what role it should play in your life. Um, and it's not to alienate people. It's not to mm-hmm. be offended to people. You know, a guest, and she may be watching tonight, said after last week's <laughs> episode, she said, I just thought maybe you guys had too many members that y'all were just trying to, you know, <laughs> run people off. And I said, no, I said, I'm not, I'm, you know, I hope people know my personalities. Yeah. You know, there is some, I have, I have the gift of sarcasm and some yeah. people don't appreciate that. And certainly not, certainly not using sarcasm here, but it's like, I just want people to think. Yeah. And I want, you know, so, so with that, I want to get into some, to some, some rapid fire kind of things. Okay. We're going to do these briefly. I'm looking at my watch, see what much time we got. We still got plenty of time. Okay. But, um, so, uh, um, one of those, and, and we're going to kind of go back and forth with these. One of those is one that I hear certainly would apply to me is that, um, uh, and here's how people respond and why they choose to maybe vote the way they do or be so passionate about certain issues. And so as a parent, as a grandfather, here's, mm-hmm. the, here's the statement. I'm worried about the world my kids and grandkids will inherit. And I hear that, and I, I'm, I'm certainly concerned. I, you know, I wish, I wish that my grandkids... And I wish my kids could even have some of the things that I had. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want my kid. I don't want my kids to grow up in the time my parents did when when people were segregated. Yeah, I don't want that. No. So if that's what it means, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want some of the other things. I don't want some of the other issues that were going on back in times past, and some mm-hmm. of the things that were hidden in behind the scenes. And so, but but here's my bigger point: is that that what's wrong with that statement is is that when I read the when I read the New Testament. Paul writes the book of Philippians. He's living in a time, and I really believe this, that was 10 times worse than what we're living in now. Open prostitution that was connected with religion, Mm -hmm. uh, slavery that was happening Mm -hmm. openly. uh, Talk about persecution. People people whine in this country about being persecuted. You're not persecuted as a Christian. No. I mean, people there were losing their lives for the sake of the gospel. Paul's in prison. Mm -hmm. And so all this is going on, and we're worried about what our children and grandchildren... Personally, yes, we should be concerned about that, but, but Jesus said it's a sin to worry. Yeah. Here's what I should be concerned about is that, that Jesus' name is, is, is proclaimed, the gospel is proclaimed, and that I trust 
mm-hmm. the care of my children and grandchildren into somebody who loves them more than I do. Yeah. I, 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 in fact, she's on my phone. I got a yeah. picture of Abigail on my phone, your daughter. Mm-hmm. I think those two kids are the greatest oh, in yeah. the world. Anything, I'll do anything to protect them. Mm-hmm. But there's somebody who loves them more than I do, yeah. that loves them more than you do. There's somebody mm-hmm. that loves loves me more than I love myself, and he's here to protect me and guide yeah. me. And whatever he does is good. And when the church forgets that, mm-hmm. we're messed up. And we're 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 sending the wrong message to the world yep. when we're saying that. Well, we're so concerned, and yet we're not trusting in God that whatever he does is going to be good. I, I heard a preacher. He was talking about um, you know all this was all this is going on in our world, and he was. Um, talking about all these Christians who are going, man, we, we are living in the end of days. We're, this, this is it. This is it. And he goes, do you think the people in China right now are going, oh, my goodness, look what's happening in America politically. <laughs> it's got to be the end of times. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. revival's breaking out over yeah. there. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you think the people in Africa are going, oh, man, we got to be in the end of times because we're look at what happens in America. Yeah. Goes, yeah. No, revival's breaking out. He goes, you know, we have this weird thing that we think America is the world. Right. And right. we're, it's not the world, man. Revival's breaking out all over the world, right. except yeah. for here. Yeah. It, it really, I mean, and so yeah. it's, you know, we worry about, I'm not so much worried about the world my kids are going to grow up in, my grandkids. I'm worried about the country, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. but not yeah. the world. Because guess what? The Christ is being like shared all yeah. over the world right now. I mean, right. it's exploding. And, 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 you know, when we think about that too, and I didn't mean to go into this deep yeah. with this, we we pray every Wednesday night for an unreached people group, yeah. and and we were praying for for uh, the Tajik people in Tajikistan Wednesday night, and someone mentioned, hey, we need to pray for India that their COVID is spreading crazy. There, are thousands of people are dying. They can't get help, and many of those people are dying without without Jesus. Mm-hmm. I should be concerned about my kids and grandkids, no doubt. Yeah, but if, but the fact that I'm not burdened about them and they haven't heard. Mm-hmm. At least at this point in time, my kids and grandkids can still hear the gospel and still yeah. respond to it. We need to be burdened about those others. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't mean yeah, to go too far in that. Yeah, we can go so along to that. This is dangerous, <laughs> and and this is why I gave it to you. Okay, so yeah. um, thanks. <laughs> back back in the seventies, this started happening, especially with the bicentennial and 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 everything going on. But churches started doing God and Country Days mm-hmm. and real patriotic things. And uh, I want you to listen. I don't. I don't even. I don't have no idea what you're going to yeah. say. And so, if you don't like it, it was totally his <laughs> idea. But um, so, so, is there an issue with churches doing those kind of things? Is that is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Um, this is Valley Baptist Church's yeah, uh, yeah. statement. Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> Here, me personally, I do think so. Yeah, um, just because of um, I look at as man. Say someone from India walks in and we're having a patriotic rally mm-hmm. and we're singing God bless America and we're um, giving our pledge of allegiance to the flag and all these things, they're sitting there going, yeah. I don't fit in here. Right. And, right. and it's not, um, the gospel is to include everybody. Yeah. And whenever we do those rallies, I, and I never thought about it till seminary. And then one of my buddies right. wrote an argument, a paper on how dangerous yeah. these are. Yeah. And then I remember reading it going, he, he might be right here. And, and and so, just so I'm not throwing you under the bus, yeah, I'm no, with you. I yeah. agree with you. And here's my thing. I'm all for going to a patriotic rally. Yeah, I'm absolutely. All, I, I have a flag I wave mm-hmm. in my front yard. Yes. I'm all for, I, man, I'm going to stand, I'll put my hand over the heart. Yeah. I'm going to say the pledge. I'm going to sing the national anthem. Yes. 
but I don't want I don't want church to be a political rally. Yes. I don't want to even be a government yes. rally or a yep. pro American rally. That I am yeah. pro American, and and I don't want people to confuse that. But mm-hmm. I hope people will just listen to that because yeah. I know that there are people that disagree I, with me about that, and maybe they disagree with you. And yeah. again, again, I'm not speaking for Woodland Heights Baptist Church. You're not yeah. speaking for your no. church. We're speaking of that personally. But I tell you what, those that are coming behind me and those that are your generation. Mm-hmm. It's a vast majority that agree with that statement. Yes, and that's, you know, whenever I go to rodeos or sporting yeah, events or absolutely. anything, absolutely, man, you know, God bless America. I yes. love this country. Yeah. I, have, I have family members who have fought for this country. But it's during church, I'm here to worship Jesus. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's what I'm here for. Yeah. So. Well, you handled that good. Maybe <laughs> not too many emails will come in to... What's your email address anyway? Um, uh, Larry White. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll just keep digging ourselves All deeper. Right, so back in January, I think it was January 6th, um, we saw a lot of this play out on television. Mm-hmm. Um, election was over. Uh, in a few days, uh, President Biden would become president. And there was a political rally happened outside the Capitol. And uh, President President Trump, still President Trump at the time, was there, and he, uh, um, I don't know what all happened, and I, I, there's a lot, people probably know more about that, but there were a lot of folks there, mm-hmm. a lot of yelling and screaming and rallying folks, and a lot of, I'm just going to say, a lot of hate speech. There yeah. was, there was, there was, talk, there was, uh, you know, things about hatred towards Vice President Pence, and, you know, there, mm-hmm. there was, what, what was troubling to me as a Christian was there was, you know, uh, Love God and then hate Pence kind of stuff mm-hmm. and hate everybody else at the same time. Which some is guys real, are carrying crosses while they're yeah yeah doing this yeah. And so all, all that went on and so and in fact I I don't have time to quote it or look at look at it really but Russell Moore did a couple of pieces on that and and one was in the New York Times. Um, you know, as Christians again, I think it's just it's good for us to think critically. Mm-hmm. If you if you, if as a Christian. We can even look at all those things that transpired and say, look, wait a minute. That's not the message that as a Christian, yeah. I want to send. You know, that 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 uh, that of violence, mm-hmm. that of spreading things that are not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and that, there's a whole lot of things about, you know, James, James, in the book of James, he talks about, you know, the tongues of powerful evil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've heard people say this with politics is that, well, you know, we've got it. The other side's doing this. We gotta be. We gotta be violent mm-hmm. in our protest, or we've gotta say things that, not as a Christian, no. no. E- even if it means our defeat, yeah. then we're called to a certain standard of character and morality mm-hmm. and and justice. That even if, even if we lose, yeah, we got an we got an answer to Jesus Christ one yeah. day. Well, the disciples, they whenever they were beaten, <clears throat> they didn't go back with more beaten. They rejoiced. To be counted worthy to be beaten yes, yeah, for Christ, yeah, you, you know, yeah, in the name of Christ. Yeah. And so now we don't retaliate. Definitely. So one one more rapid fire thing. Uh, so you're a generation behind me, and there's a lot of folks watching this that are generation ahead of me. So what what? And I'm always wanting to connect. We got a lot of college students here. What does the younger generation think about all the political things that are going on in our world today, and how mm-hmm. do they respond to these things? Um, well, my generation, from once again, I don't want to speak for my generation, but um, from what I can tell, there's um, you're, you're kind of one of two extremes. You're either you don't care at all, mm-hmm. or you care a lot, yeah. um, and you're in that and you're really wanting you're to know. passionate on you're either passionate side either side of you know passionate of i don't care or passionate of 
I really care. Um, what I've kind of, what I've seen, um, once again, this is coming from a place of working with students for over 13 years now. They, my generation and younger, we tend to parrot what our parents taught us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the dangers of that is if our parents teach us more politics than the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I know a, a, of, um, I heard of a guy who made his children watch an hour of news before he made them go to school because yeah. he wanted them to be prepared for the evil that was going to be indoctrinated in the world, to yeah. them at, yeah. at in the school. school. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting there going, why not read the Bible to him for an hour? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. you don't even have to do a Bible study. Just read it. Right. Like, right. You know, that'll yeah. do wonders for yeah. you. Turn off the news yeah. and just read the Bible. Um, and so what I would say is a lot of them are just, you know what? The, the first, as far as Christians go of man, we want to put our faith and hope mm-hmm. and trust in Jesus. And we're going to do that because we've seen, um, once again, I'm not speaking for everybody, but we've seen y'all's generation put your hope and trust into politicians yeah, and it yeah. not work out for you. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't want to put my hope and trust yeah. in this guy or this guy or this guy or this mm-hmm. system. Yeah. I'm going to put my hope in Jesus. Yeah. And, hope, and, and hopefully that's the outcome. And that's what, here's what I would encourage for parents is that certainly, yeah. you know, I want to know about history. I wish I'd spent more time studying U.S. Absolutely. history. I love and, history. And uh, certainly about the political system and how it works. But that if we will teach our young people the Bible, we'll teach them, we'll yeah. disciple them. I'm convinced of this. They'll make the right choices politically and, and as far as government and how to vote. It's like, mm-hmm. the and, and, and you said it earlier on, it's probably going to be somewhere in between both of those parties. Yeah. That there are some things, and, and as a Christian, I can say there are some things on on multiple different views that mm-hmm. I can draw from. Yeah. But but I'm not starting there. I'm starting here. Yes. And here's the great. Here's the best news I have to say, and we're going to close with this: is the best news I have when I read the end of the book that Jeremiah says, "What in the world is going on?" He says this. It's in the and when you read the book of Revelation, you know what. Our side wins. Yeah, we win. Republicans and Democrats are going to lose before this is all over. Yeah. At some point in time, independents are going to lose. But Jesus Christ wins. The church wins. Mm-hmm. We go through We go through war. Some of us may die for our faith, but we're going to win in yeah. the end. And that's 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 what side I want to be on. Yep. And that we need to encourage one another in that. And so I appreciate you watching, participating in this. Appreciate you, Tyler, yeah. doing this. Thanks for uh, having me. In fact, this just means I get to see my grandkids yeah. later tonight. A little bit more. But... Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned. We've got at least two more episodes, uh, some interesting topics. We're going to talk about immigration. We're going to talk about most likely about divorce and remarriage. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about those things. But thank you for watching, listening, participating with this, and hope you'll share it with others. Yeah.